Life Audio. Welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. And this is the second episode of what I'm calling my marathon update episode. If you listened last week, you know that I am in the middle of what we're calling the 22 for 22 challenge, 22 marathons in 22 days. And uh, just finished as I'm recording this, just finished day 11. So moving along and so many thoughts, so many lessons learned, wanted to share some of those with you. So today I have the opportunity to uh, share a couple of recent lessons that I learned this weekend while running the Marine Corps Marathon. Looking forward to sharing that. Hope it will not only be interesting, but be helpful. And we'll jump into that in just a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast, to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hello and welcome again to the March or Die show. Very glad to have you joining me. As I mentioned, and uh, man, I'm in the middle of a big goal and a big challenge. And so I probably sound a little bit tired because I am a little bit tired but uh, I, I mentioned this last week, and I've talked about this a lot, but the 22 for 22 challenge. We, as uh, an organization, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, uh, we work with veterans, active duty service members, first responders, and it's a privilege to do that. Every year as we come into Veterans Day, we start to ask the question, how can we uh, best communicate to people why we do what we do and how we do what we do? And uh, I mistakenly probably said, Hey, I think one of the things we could do is this challenge, some physical activity for 22 days. 
and I'll lead that. I'll go ahead and run a marathon a day for 22 days. And they say that anything sounds like a good idea six months out, right? So here we are. I'm right in the middle of it. But uh, I've learned an awful lot. And uh, I'm going to get into that in just a second. If you are not familiar with what we're doing, you can go to the 22for22challenge.com website. Uh, if you'd like to support, we have a new uh, website that you can go to or a new a web link that you can follow. Again, this is for the Mighty Oaks Foundation, so you can follow this uh, to give. Mighty Oaks Run, mightyoaksrun.com, and uh, you can give there to support what we're doing. That would be awesome. But, uh, man, so many good things going on. I'll get to that in just a second. If you have not yet subscribed to this show, please go ahead and subscribe. That would be fantastic and very, very helpful. And uh, share this content out with others. That would be wonderful. All right. Shorter episode today, and uh, today, last week, next week, <clears throat> just want to share some, some I don't know, lessons learned, some thoughts that uh, have been going through my mind as I've been running these um, marathons, and I won't call them races, but marathons. Uh, really, it's it's me every day getting 26.2 miles done. That's a marathon distance, of course, and some of them are organized and some of them are not. But this last weekend, I had the opportunity to run the Marine Corps Marathon, uh, a marathon that uh, 20 years ago or more than 20 years ago, I worked as a second lieutenant. I was there trying to help support. And I say trying to help support. I was told to go stand over there and you know hand things out. So I did that. But uh, that was about 20 years ago. The only time I've ever been a part of it and really just saw a very small part of it. But it fell during the weeks of this 22 for 22 challenge. So I said, hey, I would really love to run that race. This is a good opportunity and a good excuse. So signed up, got out there and got it done. It was awesome. My family came out or my, not my whole family. My kids uh, are off doing their thing. But my wife came out. My sister actually came out. Uh, so that was great. Good friend. Mike Andela was with me. Uh, just some wonderful just memories there, just being with great people, but then running the race. And man, if you are a runner, particularly if you're a marathon runner and you've never run the Marine Corps marathon, that needs to be on your list. You need to do it. It's amazing. Huge, something like 27,000 runners or something crazy. Uh, man, just uh, this mass of humanity all running together, just crazy. Um, in addition to that, you have over 100,000 spectators and all the fanfare that goes along with anything the Marine Corps does. It's an amazing, amazing activity. And I'm really glad that I got to participate. Uh, super hot. Uh, apparently, um, uncharacteristically hot. The humidity level is very high. A lot of people uh, actually went down with uh, heat-related uh, stuff. So kind of a weird, weird thing. But um, all in all, for those that didn't uh, fall to heat exhaustion, um, it was a wonderful experience and I'm very glad that I had it. Um, I was running uh, along the route and everywhere you go, there are people, I mean, just, just like I said, over a hundred thousand spectators. So, um, hundreds and hundreds of people everywhere you go. I mean, there's five deep uh, along the curbs and watching and, uh, with, all of the people, they have signs and they have all kinds of stuff. It's just kind of funny to watch, but a lot of signs, people hold up funny signs and different things. And uh, I was running probably close to the halfway mark. And I, I saw a sign that I've heard people say this before. I've said this before. It's um, certainly not a new thought to anyone, but I saw this sign and 
I'll tell you what it said in just a second. But as I've been doing these runs, um, so, you know, for those of you that are not running with me every day, which is everyone, <laughs> this takes me uh, between five and six hours a day, typically. I'm not running as fast as I can. I'm just trying to get through them because I have to get up the next day and do it. So five or six hours a day. And it's it's physically demanding. It uh, you know requires a lot of time. I'm traveling for most of this, so I'm away from my family. So there's an awful lot going on, a lot invested in it, a lot of sacrifice that goes along with it. Now, the purpose is to draw attention to the veteran suicide epidemic, I, the fact that more than 22 veterans a day end their lives, and the fact, the reality that in addition to the hopelessness, there is hope. There is a solution to this incredible pandemic, this incredible problem that we're seeing in the veteran community. That's what this is about. That's why I'm doing this and trying to draw attention to it and get other people involved and raise money to support the programs that we do at Mighty Oaks. But when you're in the middle of it, so I said I was going to do it. I've started to do it. We're working on it. When you're in the middle of it, there's so much in your head that says you should just stop. No one cares. It doesn't matter. You're not making a difference. All of these things that you've had roll around in your head as well. Maybe it wasn't in the middle of a physical activity. Maybe it was, but perhaps it was at work or while you're trying to help someone that didn't seem very appreciative or whatever the case. You're doing your best, trying to invest in other people, and it just doesn't seem to reap the rewards that you would hope that it would. I had that feeling, I guess. This was halfway through the Marine Corps Marathon, but this was my ninth day of marathons in a row. <laughs> it was really hot and it was great to be out there, but you start to have thoughts like that. Why am I doing this? Does it matter? Is it important to anyone other than me? Hundreds of signs, but there was a sign that said this. I even pulled out my phone and typed it in my phone so I wouldn't forget. It said very simply, don't stop. People are watching. <laughs> don't stop. People are watching. Now, I don't know what the intent of that was from the person that uh, wrote that on a piece of cardboard and held it up as runners ran by. Maybe they were trying to be funny. I mean, there were hundreds, or it seems like hundreds of thousands, over a hundred thousand. We know spectators were there. Um, people everywhere, clearly people were watching, right? So maybe it was meant to be a joke. Maybe it was meant to be uh, an encouragement. Hey, people are watching. Keep going. But with how I was feeling in that moment, it touched me almost emotionally. It's funny, you know, maybe it's old age, maybe it's running a lot. I don't know what it is, but just feeling emotional about some of these things. But reading that, it hit me. You know what? That's why you keep going. That's why you keep your commitments. That's why you do the things you say you're going to do because someone is watching. Maybe it's not a lot of people, but someone is watching. There are those who are paying attention to what you're doing, those who heard you make a promise or make a commitment and are watching to see if you're going to keep it. There are many people, I talk about this often, many people who will decide what to do in their own lives based on how people that they care about do things in their lives. Now, you could say that's unfair, it's not right, it shouldn't be that way, but that doesn't change what it is. There are people who are looking to you people that you may not know 
or you don't know they're looking to you. Maybe they're even people who uh, have had an ill word toward you in the past or haven't been kind to you in the past. There are people watching you to see if you are going to do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're a Christian, there are people who are watching to see if you're going to if you're going to continue to act like a Christian and do what Christians should do. If you're a husband or a father or a mom or a wife or fill in the blank, <laughs> whatever your role is in this life, there are people who are watching to see if you're going to fulfill that role, if you're going to keep your commitment. People who are right now in their own mind saying, why am I doing this? Why am I remaining faithful? Why am I doing the hard work? Why am I doing the thing? There are people who are questioning themselves, their own motives, uh, their own motivations, their own actions. And whether or not they continue may in some way be connected to or the direct result of whether or not you continue. Now, we would all like to say that we can live alone and die alone and no one will be impacted by our behavior, but that's just not how it works. The Apostle Paul even said, as he was uh, talking to other people, church people, he, he said, hey, follow me as I follow Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. What was he saying? He was saying, I've made commitments. I've told you how to live. And now I am going to be an example to you of what that looks like in real time. Practically speaking, what does that look like? I'm going to live that out so you have an example to follow. In that moment, as I was running, and I wasn't going to quit, <laughs> but man, you start to question, you start to wonder, why am I doing this? Does it matter? Does anybody care? Don't stop. People are watching. Two big lessons that I, I kind of tried to try to internalize from the marathon. That was one. And the other one connected to it is this. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big the fanfare is, how much external motivation exists, how many people are on the sidelines or how many people are running with you. It all comes down to you making a decision to run your miles. This is something that's so interesting. You run a big race like this and uh, so many people, so much stuff. There's music. There's uh, thousands of volunteers helping. It's, it's unbelievable just from a production standpoint. It's incredible. But all of that being there doesn't get you to the finish line if you're running a marathon. The only thing that gets you to the finish line if you're running a marathon is putting one foot in front of the other for 26.2 miles. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It all comes down to you making a decision again and again and again and again to get up and do the thing, whatever the thing is. To get up and keep moving forward. To get up and keep pressing. To do what you said you were going to do to run your miles, to finish your 26.2, to do the work. That's connected to the first part. Don't stop. People are watching. Most of the time we start because of some kind of external motivation. We get excited. We are, we're motivated. 
but then people are watching. We can't stop. So what we do sometimes then is go looking for that external motivation again. All right, I can't stop. I know people are watching. I don't want to give up. I can't quit. So I'm going to go looking for that external motivation. Listen, people that do big things can enjoy external motivation, but they cannot be driven by it. They're driven from a heart of character, (laughs) integrity. They do what they do because it's the right thing to do. Don't stop. People are watching. And remember, at the end of the day, motivation is fun. Motivation is helpful. It's neat to have a crowd. But you need to get up and decide to do the work. I hope those thoughts are helpful to you. These are things that I'm writing down and trying to remember. Uh, I'm kind of in this place right now in my existence for this couple of weeks where I feel almost as as though I've been um, I've had a lot of things removed because I have to focus so much on this so I'm, I'm trying to work as much as I can and a lot of that is responding to emails and, and different things and just doing work but uh, man I have to put in the miles and that takes a couple hours as I mentioned and then I have to work on recovery and I have to get the things done that I need to get done. And so it's, it's requiring a lot of focus. And because of that, cut out other things that, you know, those mind numbing things we all do. And, and I feel like some of these lessons are really sticking with me. It, it's almost like a fast of sorts where some of these lessons are really sticking with me and I uh, hope they're helped to you. I want to share them with you as I, you know, kind of grapple with these things and uh, hopefully you can do something with those. Again, If you have not yet subscribed to the uh, podcast, please do that. That would be wonderful. I would really appreciate that. And uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing for this 22 for 22 challenge, go over to mightyoaksrun.com, mightyoaksrun.com, and that would be awesome. Really appreciate it. Next week, I'll give one final update, and then we'll get back to our regular show. But I appreciate you listening. Take some time to share this out if you wouldn't mind, and we will talk to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Want to learn more about God and His will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinise Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at LifeAudio.com.